You're listening to the BOI Mighty Oaks series, a podcast that inspires students to reach their potential. We're sitting down with alumni to talk about their college experience, opportunities they took, and how they are succeeding in their careers today. Latifa Ibrahim is originally from Richmond, Virginia, and was born in the Bronx, New York. Her mother immigrated from Nigeria to the United States at 18 years old and has raised Latifa and her three siblings as a single mother. Latifa graduated from Brigham Young University, Idaho with a bachelor's degree in biology. She was part of the African Heritage Society. Her goal is to go back to the School of Nursing. Latifa enjoys listening to podcasts, being outdoors with family and friends, and painting. She currently works as an assistant scientist for cell culture for the vaccine department in Virginia. Why did you choose to come to BYU-Idaho, and what were you most looking forward to as you prepared for life here? First off, I originally did not want to go to Mm BYU-Idaho. There was actually a university here in Virginia I really wanted to go to, and then I didn't end up getting into that school, that specific school. Um, And so I I started just freaking out. I had young women leaders that were really supportive, and they were just, encouraging me to like apply to BYU Idaho they just like just apply like you'll never know you might end up going and I just I I had no interest in BYU Idaho at all Mm -hmm. and um but they were just like just apply you just never know like oh I think it'll be good for you you never know where you'll end up Mm -hmm. so I just ended up applying I guess you can say for fun Mm -hmm. um and then um so I didn't get into the school I wanted to get into and then it was between um, and then I applied to BYU Provo as well, and I didn't get into BYU Provo. And so there was another school in Virginia called ODU mm-hmm. that um, I got into and I was considering. That Sunday, before I, like, made my decision, I had a seminary teacher, and she <laughs> I told she, – she said, how are things going? Like, did you get in? And I, t- I was like, yeah, I didn't get into BYU um, Provo, but I got into BYU-Idaho. But I told her that I didn't want – to go and she gave me the ugliest look and she scolded me and she said you need to go Mm -hmm. you need to go because a lot of people don't get the opportunity and I felt so bad and I hate to say it but she kind of convinced me to go so I accepted my letter I was like you know what let me try something different let me put myself out there and so I just kind of like it's one of those decisions that I just randomly made mm-hmm. and I just put myself to do it because my seminary teacher convinced me but I'm glad she did <laughs> that's kind of like the whole process of BYU Idaho it was so random and it, it's like I I'm not those people that like oh I felt like this was a school that I was meant to go to I've been planning this for a while no I it was a random decision that I was pushed by my seminary teacher and I ended up loving her for it and yeah. For you personally, as you were at BYU-Idaho and now, obviously, you're not there anymore, looking yeah. back on all these lessons that you've learned, what do you think can help current BYU-Idaho students? The first thing that, that came to my head, first and foremost, is don't be afraid to ask questions. I just remember, especially freshman year, I was just afraid to ask questions. I never knew what was going on. And it could be about the smallest things. Like, it could be about an assignment, like like a lecture in class, it could be about anything. And or it can be about be about people around me who I didn't understand. I didn't understand the way they why they did certain things mm-hmm. or why they 
think the way they do. It's like, don't be afraid to ask questions and learn from the people around you. And it took me to my, like my last, I, I could say my last year to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I started like digging deeper, like throughout my college career, I was so, I was kind of like floating, going with the flow and mm-hmm. I had no idea where I wanted to end up. Mm-hmm. And I think once I started asking those questions with my professor, like, can you give me some ideas about what I can do after graduation? Can you tell me about this position? Or what can I do with a biology degree? You know, things like this I should have asked years ago. Those specific answers that the, that the professors gave me helped me get this job that I have today. I wouldn't even have thought about applying for a job like this, you know. Yeah. Like you just don't see the connection by asking simple questions also at BYU Idaho, like branch out. Like BYU Idaho, they have there's people from all over the world and it's so easy to like stay in your own like comfort mm-hmm. group of people and one thing I, I just loved having roommates from all over the world. It was so fun. Learning to ask questions, learning to be okay with where I am with my spirituality. Don't compare it to other people because it's so easy to do that. Just go at your own pace. I would say. I love that a lot. And while you were here at BYU-Idaho, you were student mentor for the Heber J. Grant uh, mentoring program. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I went to orientation, and I was thinking to myself, do I really want to do be a mentor? You know, like, this sounds a little like a very serious uh, program. Mm-hmm. Um because originally I was like, you know, let me do something fun. Maybe I'll do I and I or like, you know, something else like that. But I was like, uh, this mentor opportunity came up. It was like a new program. So I was like, okay, let me try it out. I just want to say it was really hard. I'm going to be honest. It was really hard. Um, I, I, with my major, there's not a lot of time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, it really... Being a mentor, I think I was a mentor for about two semesters, Mm -hmm. I think. I think two or three semesters. And being a mentor, you have to meet with, you have to meet with them where I I should say you should meet with them. You should be invested in what's going on in your lives and they should be invested with what's going on in your life as well. It was just so hard because a lot of them needed help. Mm -hmm. How do you find this class? Can you tell me where this built, like, where do I go to talk about financial aid? Like all these things mm-hmm. that I had to learn that I didn't know about, you know, mm-hmm. I had to create a lot of time, like in between studying, I would meet up with them in the crossroads, maybe for like 20 minutes. And it's like, you have to like squeeze it into your schedule. So that mm-hmm. was hard trying to make time for them. But when I did meet with them, they were great. You know, they were great mentees. You know, we hung out, we had dinners together I went to the Alex Boya concert with one of them. It was so fun, you know, mm-hmm. like we had did these fun things. So I could say I had good moments and um, uh, I've just learned to, it helped me to be selfless. Mm-hmm. Because when you, when you schedule a meeting with them and then you're like, dang, but I really need to study or I just want to go home and eat. Mm-hmm. And then you think about, okay, you know what? I think maybe there's something that I need to learn from them today. Yeah. It's not... It's not just about me, you know, it's about them and the, mm-hmm. the people that they touch as well. And um, it was it was just a really good experience because 
it's one of those programs you really have to make time for, especially when you have more than two mentees. I would definitely do it again. It was it was it was fun, but it was very difficult. And now you are working um, in Virginia as an assistant mm-hmm. scientist. What's that like? Like, what's your typical day like? Um, so I'm an assistant scientist for a pharmaceutical company, so mm-hmm. it's a little different. Um, the specific company I work with, or I should I should say the department, because mm-hmm. it's very. I work for the vaccines department, and they are working with, like, staff and Mm -hmm. pneumonia vaccines right now. Mm -hmm. But I specifically work on the cell culture team. So there's these cells. They're, like, leukemia. Mm -hmm. They're called HL60 cells, but it's a form of leukemia. Okay. But... They use those cells because they double, like, about every 48 hours. So they use those kinds of cells to help do their research. And I think it was taken from, like, a woman from years ago who had leukemia, and her cell line is still going. So the goal is for them to improve, like, vaccines and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I help keep this – I pretty much help keep I – call, I call myself the cell babysitter. <laughs> I help keep the cell line growing, so we count the cells, we make sure we add media. Mm-hmm. When we deliver to the people who do actual experiments for the vaccines, mm-hmm. we deliver cells to them. So we have to get them down to, like, a certain concentration. So it's a lot of dilution, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and, um, I mean, that's pretty much the summary of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that we're we're pretty much the cell caretaker in the yeah. in the department. Yeah. And what do you love about about doing that? I love that uh, it's one of those jobs that you have to look at the bigger picture because mm-hmm. you do a lot of little things, mm-hmm. and then after a while you're like, wait, what? Like, am I really contributing? And then you think about the bigger picture, and you're like, yeah, I'm actually contributing to mm-hmm. someone who has these kinds of diseases, you know, and I like that we contribute to vaccines, that we're helping people on a broader scale. I'm contributing to research, such a small job as contributing to cell culture and making sure that they have that to do their research, because without cells, you can't do your research. Um, looking at the big picture and knowing that I have a hand in helping people yeah. is what I like about it. I love that um, what you said that, you know, you get to see the bigger picture. And now mm. post BYU-Idaho, what are some values that you now live by that kind of keep you going? I always say it's just like be nice to people. It's so It sounds so simple, but it's just at work, in college, like be nice. You don't truly know what people are going on, what's going on in their in their lives and their mm-hmm. heads. Like, not a lot of people wear their hearts on their sleeves. Mm-hmm. Like, don't um, just be aware of what you say to people and how you say them, mm-hmm. because it could really affect them for a really long for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, be careful with your like with your choice of words, like your diction, like what mm-hmm. you say to. People. So I would just say just be yourself because no matter what, there's going to be people that love you. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that love you. Like yeah. you don't need to try to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing I learned is, oh, my goodness, just make time for things you enjoy. 
Like, if you want to go to a party on a Friday night, go to the party. You don't, you know, college is only four years of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to this bonfire, go to this bonfire. If you want to go to this concert or go get a manicure, just go do it. You know, do things that you really enjoy that add to your happiness. I'm all I'm all about doing things that make you happy. Getting a getting a massage, make time for it because it's necessary. I think we get so focused in our lives about I have to do this work, I have to do this thing, I have to graduate, I have to do like, and nothing else can fit into my schedule. But you gotta make time for those things. You have to have balance, school and um, play has to be balanced in your life. Yeah, uh, I, I I just couldn't survive without it, honestly, because school school can get overwhelming. I'm sure you can understand that. And I mentioned this to you before. I wanted to say when I leave BYU Idaho, people won't forget who I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that as in like, oh, I want to be popular, or I want people, I want everyone to know my name. I want people to say, wow, I know this girl. I know that this girl was real, and I know that this girl loves us and she cares about us and I want to go and share that with other people and I want to go do the same exact thing you know and I want to share all this love and share all this kindness to other people as well like I wanted people to remember me as someone who could be there for them or who could be a friend if they needed a friend Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted from BYU Idaho because I had a hard time in the beginning Mm-hmm. I, had hard, I had a hard time finding someone that I could, like, I could share myself with, that I could be myself with, you know, and it took me a while. Every semester I, I, I met people that was like, wow, this is great. This is amazing. Like, I can see us being friends forever. Like, every semester it got mm-hmm. better. And that was great. And so I was like, the, the longer I was at BYU-Idaho, I was like, I want to be that for someone. When they're coming into BYU-Idaho and they don't have, they feel like they don't have anyone to talk to, mm-hmm. but they can't connect with anyone. I want to hopefully be that person for them or help them find that person for them. And what is the best advice you've ever received? That's a, that's a pretty heavy question. My mom said, be careful the way you treat people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom's very kind-hearted. And so I think she wants all of her children to be as well and be aware of other people's feelings. And I think that's the main thing is being aware of the people around you and, you know, treat everyone like like they're your brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. you know. Like we are, we are all brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. So like treat them as such. I really love yeah. that. That's good advice from your mother. Yeah. Towards the end of every podcast, I ask uh, my guests, you know, the things that they're curious about right now could be anything that you've kind of been chewing on at the back of your mind each day and wondering about. So what are you, uh, Latifah, curious about right now? Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I'm very curious about my career. Because mm-hmm. right now, I'm in a career that it's good for for right now, mm-hmm. but it's not what my passion is. Like, my passion isn't in, in a lab. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't. It's, and I'm. I'm being honest here. Like, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do as mm-hmm. my. I guess you can say, quote, dream job. And I've been thinking about nursing a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about maybe a nonprofit, traveling, mm-hmm. like all these things. Like I'm dreaming of. And I think I'm just very curious about what my career is going to be. And I'm also scared because 
I'm not at a place where I want to be. And a lot of people my age aren't, especially like coming out of college. Like there's still a lot of things you're trying to figure out about yourself. I'm really curious about my future career and mm-hmm. what I'll end up doing. I'm very, and I'm also, I'm also very curious about what my future family would look like mm-hmm. too. Like I always think about like, man, am I going to have like four kids or 10 kids? Or, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. but I'm mostly curious about my future career what is what I'm I'm excited and scared to find out where I'll end up fear of the unknown <laughs> yeah fear of the unknown yeah it's just so real it's so real uh-huh. and like I graduated what, last year last July and I'm just wow I'm 24 and oh, you just start thinking about all these things about you know, where you want to work, where do you want to live? Like, do I want to stay in Virginia? Do I want to go to Cali, back to Idaho? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to follow up on that in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, and so is there anything that people don't know about you that when they find out, they'll be surprised? I don't know if I have any, like, hidden talents. But I don't know if they'll be surprised. But a lot of things that people don't know about me, my my family probably knows because they know me really well. But um, I like, I enjoy being alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I truly enjoy, not saying that I don't like being around people because mm-hmm. I like to be social sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I do like hanging out with my friends and I like going out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, when I'm alone, like, I enjoy it. Like, I mm-hmm. truly enjoy it. Like, I look forward to it. Um, I like thinking by myself. I like watching a video and pondering about it alone. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like, even sometimes at work, like, I'll just sit at another table. And it's not a big deal to me because I'm, like, I'm alone and I'm, I'm fine. Like, I yeah. enjoy it. You like and your alone time. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I truly do. And it just gives me time to think. It just, yeah, it just gives me time to think about the future or anything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And it gives me time to think about my feelings. So, um, yeah, I could say I just love, I just love alone time. I'm a, I like, I like my space. I like my time, <laughs> my mm-hmm. me time. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. Are there any last words you just want to share with um, everybody? Um, I, I just, I honestly really wanted to say specifically for um, people like from other countries, and, and more and more specifically, like people of color mm-hmm. who come to BYU Idaho, it's very it's very difficult um, because we are the minority. And I just want to say that, like, don't like lose yourself when you come to BYU Idaho. Like, stay true to who you are. 
Like we all, we're all gonna like grow and progress because it's college. Like we we learn so much about ourselves, and there's gonna be some sort of change. Mm-hmm. But like, don't change like deeply who you are because mm-hmm. of the because of where you are, and don't allow um, anyone to make you feel like you are less than, and stand up for your beliefs and stand up for, you know, like things that you think the things that you think that are right. Mm -hmm. And like connect, connect with people who can help you too, because as minorities, like you need that at BYU Idaho, you need, you need a support system and you need somebody that understands you and what Mm -hmm. you're going through. Mm -hmm. So make those connections and don't be afraid to go after them. Like, don't be afraid to talk to this girl that's sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and then for other people who aren't the minority, mm-hmm. ask, just ask questions about, you know, about them if you don't understand. If you don't understand anything about their culture or why mm-hmm. they are the the way they are or why they talk the way they are, then ask them respectfully mm-hmm. and get to know them and get to know how they feel about coming to BYU Idaho. Become friends with them. Mm-hmm. Like gen- genuinely become friends with them. I just love BYU Idaho because it's actually like every semester it's becoming extremely more diverse. Like every semester, like people are continually coming from all over the world. And I love that. And I think it's important for people who, you know, aren't really used to seeing people from other countries or have never been in those situations to get to know them mm-hmm. and build relationships with them. That's important. You mm-hmm. have to. You have to. I just want to say I love my brothers and sisters at BYU-Idaho, mm-hmm. and I want everyone to continually, like, just build their faith, but don't build it because you feel like you have to. Like, go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. and listen to what God tells you. And if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with praying and listening to what God has for you, then just work on it. Like we all, we all have to work on that as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to like BYU-Idaho gradually becoming more and more diverse. I think it's making, I think it's amazing for BYU-Idaho. Just get to know the people around you, ask some questions about them. And build a connection with them is what it's like the most important thing for me. Mm-hmm. I think will help anyone at BYU Idaho. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you so much. No, thank you for those wise words. And I'm sure most students will definitely appreciate your experiences and your story and and everything that that you shared with us today. Yeah. BYU-Idaho was, was a good experience. I've learned so much. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it is great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. You've been listening to the BYUI Mighty Oak series. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring our alumni.